You are listening to Think Theory Radio. 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 Hello and welcome to Think Theory Radio, the show that brings you topics outside the mainstream realm of thought and ideas to make you think. And I'm your host, Damien Perdue, your metaphysical guide on this crazy five-year ride of audio delights. And of course, I'm joined by Polly C. Yo, yo, yo. Sorry, my microphone is like moving, so oh, I'm no. trying to make sure. Is it? Do I have to go with it? I mean, you know, it, because it is the, it's the fifth year anniversary show, so crazy things might happen. Of course. <laughs> yeah, happy anniversary. It's a five year anniversary show. Five year anniversary show for just Think Theory Radio. Just for Think Theory Radio. Because this time slot and you on it, it's been more than five years. Yes, about five and a half. And though I am now celebrating five years of being with this station mm-hmm. as double of this week, yeah, double anniversary, I didn't get on this show until about six months later. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of different variable timelines mm-hmm. but, there. But specifically, we are celebrating <laughs> five years of Think Theory yes. Radio. January 5th, 2019, it was made official. Think Theory Radio on the air launched into the brainwaves of millions Okay, maybe dozens. Now, what what kind of things were going on in January of 2019? Uh, See, I'm putting you on the spot. You know, like pull up the pull up the dateline. Well, the show itself was science versus religion. Yes, that was the first episode, and uh, it just basically talked about the you know, Lady B was behind the board. Lady B, shout out to Lady B. She ran the boards for a while on my show Mm -hmm. and uh, the previous show, which was the Empower Hour, Mm -hmm. and that's how originally. It was uh, Antonio's show, the Vet Talk show. Okay. Which, and then he decided, you know, he moved into promotions, so he didn't really want to do the show anymore. And then was approached by Matt, you know, our operations manager, and he said, hey, do you want to do a show with Antonio and Michael, who was here at the time? And the three of us did one or two shows together, and then it was me and Michael for a little bit, but then it kind of just turned into me. So he said the three, Antonio, Michael, and yeah. you? Okay. Mm-hmm. It was the so, so that was the the, the transition was kind of smooth. Except Antonio, yeah. mm-hmm. then we get you know you and Michael on, then Antonio and leaves, and you and Michael, or, yeah. and then mm-hmm. Michael leaves, and now you. Yep. And then you just matched up with someone on the board all the time. Yeah, <laughs> eventually. <laughs> and then I think at this point, what I've done how many episodes out of the out of the five years? At least a couple hundred. Yeah, We're at I think like two hundred and twenty something. At now. this point, I've got to be maybe eighty to eighty-five percent of the episodes you've put I out. I would think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're a pretty integral part now. <laughs> the show said no going Pauly back. Season, yeah, you're in it. That's okay. You're I'm fine deep with that. In, deeply entrenched. I even though this is not my show, I tell people that uh, where, where can I hear you on the air? Like six o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah, I mean there is the sports show, but there is also six o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah, you got two shows on this. Mm-hmm. So it's been it's been a wild ride. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Dennis who would work the show. Yeah, um, Dylan, Devin, Zoe. There was there was a rotating Henry's cast worked of it. Uh, Henry's worked it. Uh, who else? Did you say Zoe? Yes. Zoe, okay. Zoe. Gosh. Nikos. Nikos, worked okay. It. Worked yeah. your show? Mm-hmm. Okay. You did a couple. Gosh, that's going back. Yeah. Yeah, it's, that's been a, it's been a while. I know, there's so many. There was definitely like a rotating cast for a while. 
until you settled in. And then a couple of people filled in. Yeah, I I do take days off from time to time. Yeah. And then, yeah, your first show was June 19th of 2019. I looked it up. Juneteenth, 2019. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that was the Down the Rabbit Hole was the title of that show. Yeah. Because I well I didn't I wasn't quite sure what your show was about but I yeah, knew I'm not quite you, sure you talked years. well but you talked about a lot of different <laughs> things and I was like it feels like you're kind of going down different rabbit holes that day mm-hmm. and I was like I, you know I was telling you at work I was like I, I want to go down the rabbit yeah. hole with you we're gonna be working together I was like all right Paul get ready so I brought you into yeah I think we covered like a various range of different I think mostly that one was like a lot of conspiracy theory stuff and maybe a little quantum physics but. I'd have to go back and yeah, you're talking about yeah, that specific show that we did. Yeah, I'm we pretty did. sure we talked about like alien reptilians living under the ground and I controlling so. the government. Yeah. <laughs> I probably went at on least, my at least for five minutes. One of my weird like flat Earth theory people rants. Oh I don't know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you. Have I ever talked about on the show about the time that I got on the flat Earth people's video? I don't know if I have. I think you've told me, but yeah. I don't remember if it was on the air or not. That's you know why not? <laughs> okay, Tell the sure, story. Sure. It's kind of funny. Yeah. But first, I it's will this I'm type a, of episode <laughs> since it is the fifth year anniversary. Be forewarned. And, yes. <laughs> and we have uh, many listeners that we love and appreciate. So it's kind of also a listener caller appreciation yeah, day. The beacon's been lit. Uh, don't make me start naming names, yeah. guys from west suburbs and various parts of the city. Mm-hmm. If you don't know the number, which you probably do already, it's 773-763-WCPT. That's 773-763-9278. Call in, let us know what you like about the show, what you don't like about the show. Maybe topics that you've heard that you love. Maybe topics that you haven't heard that you want us to expound on. Yeah, pontificate. You open that up, and we're gonna get like that one guy recently, <laughs> like the first troll that was. Oh, you guys yeah. say I'm um, like, and you know too much. Hey, I don't mind it because honestly, it's it's good criticism, and I I can always use some you know self reflection. Right. and self editing. Whoops. <laughs> you asked for it. We're just gonna put Jim straight on the air. Jim, what's up? <laughs> Happy New Year, guys, and congratulations on five years. Thanks, Jim. Let Thanks. me give you a, let me give you a story. I'm on parole. I'm in the seventh grade, you know, crossing kids at the grammar school I'm at. And a friend of mine kept skipping down the street. Oh, Kennedy was shot. Kennedy was shot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Kennedy was assassinated that day, and my uncle was picking us up. A couple of cousins were driving up the country. So we got on the subject of the assassination, and I said the well, they got to put Oswald in a, in a safe. They got to put him in a safe and mm-hmm. make sure he exists. My uncle Pat said, he'll never get out of that jail alive. He'll never get out of that jail alive. Mm-hmm. I said, you're crazy. You're crazy. So now Sunday rolls up, and two of my cousins were crossing across these sand pits, going to get a couple bottles of pop, and here comes Oswald out of the basement of the place, and he gets shot right in the stomach. Mm. But by, it's honestly good. Honestly good. He said he'll never get out of that jail alive. Well, technically, though, was, he did get out of the jail alive. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that's a technicality. Do we well, count like, the right. underground no, garage as part of it? Or? Yeah, but he, he didn't get off the ground. He didn't get off yeah. the ground. But anyway, guys, split hairs. Anyway, guys, <laughs> anyway, guys have, a great, have a great show. Great year, guys. Both of you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Jim. Too. Yeah, I know, you know, he didn't get off the premises. <laughs> Yes, you know, I yes, always got to, you know, how I am. 
Wow. <laughs> so, well, technically, Oswald made it. Because he didn't. Well, I, I know this is like messed up because it doesn't correlate at all. But I just thought of Epstein. And it was like, he, yeah. who did die in the cell? And but <laughs> Oswald did not. Yeah. So uh, you want to take a? Should we take a mystery caller? Yeah. Why not? We have that kind of show. Two two four. Two two four area code. Who are you? Hey guys, I'm Bob from Indiana. Hey, what's up? Hey Bob. Hey. Um. Right off the top, I'm. I've only been listening for about a year and a half, but I like your show. Thank you. I just, I just, my only complaint mm-hmm. is that it's not long enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> why, why not a two-hour slot at least? It has been brought up before, um, but that's that's a managerial well, decision. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah we, that's we a do. management decision. So feel free to write to the manager. <laughs> yeah, well, and plead on your board up. Tell your board op to send a note upstairs. <laughs> yes, uh, I will. I, I will. But I, uh, uh, they, they don't listen to me. But I, I definitely will be in their ear. And you've prompted me, Bob. Right. So, so based based on you prompting me today, I will I will make it a point when I see my manager next to to be in his uh, ear about that. You know, what we could do too is we can start off with Bob, and now we can have a thing where if everybody anybody who calls in in future shows also asks for the same thing. We can edit them together mm-hmm. and then give it to There you go. There you <laughs> give go. Give it to management. Yes. Make it a chain mail. Love it. <laughs> well, thank All you, right, Bob. Thank Thanks, you so Bob. much. Happy New Year. Happy, Happy New, New Year, Year to you, man. Thank you. And let's go. Let's do one more All before right. we take a break. We got mystery caller from the 847. Who is this? Yeah, this is uh, Tim Lombard. Hey, hey Tim, Tim. What's going on? Yeah, well, let you phone. Let me just. I'll add it to it. You need a longer show management there at WCCT. <laughs> this thing's pretty yeah, we awesome. Got two. Appreciate it. Sir. <laughs> but the you can add that on. But I, I really, really love when you get into history. Okay. I, re- I really, really enjoy those episodes a lot. All right. I, yeah. I'm and specifically, if you, if you get into people in history and get into kind of in depth, like you know, my 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 buddy out there, uh, you know. My buddy in Germany, you, you had a little show about a while yeah, back. Yeah, I did the yeah the, the weird, uh, the mad scientist episode. Mad scientist. And that one. was based off your suggestion, you know, because you told me about him. And I was like, oh, yeah, let me put something together. So feel free. We take the yep. suggestions to heart. I, I, there I, really, specific, I really love your, your history shows. Is there any uh, specific history, uh, historical event or time period that you would want to hear a show on? I'd like to see more stuff, maybe like in the like the Bronze Age or the other the other empire that really doesn't get talked a lot about, which has a lot of influence, is the the Byzantine Empire. Mm. Okay, uh-huh. I mean they lasted what twice as long as their own empire, and yeah, they kind of just got away erased from history. Mm. Okay, sounds like that's a good one. We got some homework. Yeah, I like it. All right, great show, guys. Thanks, well, thank you, Tim. Thanks for the show, advice. please. Okay, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it'd be great if the whole show is just people call it. It needs to be longer. Yes. So should we get like we'll a letter writing campaign? Make it right? like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Mm-hmm. I know. I'd, I'd feel sure. sorry for our post office if anything like that got pulled. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day, maybe we'll do it. You know, maybe we'll blow up and you know have a have a YouTube channel or something. You never know what yeah. might happen, Paul. We're here. We made it five years, so if we can do that, we can do anything. But you know what? I didn't tell the story. You didn't. Sorry, 
I think it fits in pretty good with the show. One, because I essentially it was the week before, the day before I was going to have our favorite astrophysicist on Dan Hooper. Yeah. It was his first time on the show. Okay. And I had his book from the beginning of time about the origins of the Big Bang and everything. And I had it with me. I was actually getting my car worked on. So I was walking around Wicker Park. I had his book. I wanted to finish it up before he came on the show. And I see these guys with the uh, kind of like the end is nigh guy, you know, with the big, the walking billboard. You know what I'm talking about? The mm-hmm. big, like the wooden no- the sa- sam- sandwich board. Yes. Yeah. But it was about flat earth. It was like the globe is flat. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember and they, the story now. Video camera. Yeah. yeah. They're out there with the video camera and I'm looking at them. They're t- trying to talk to people and, and it's Wicker Park. So you never know. Like, is this real? Is, are they trolling people? Is this, you know, performance art? So I go up to them and say, hey, you guys, what are you doing? You guys trolling people? And they're like, no, man, the globe is trolling us. <laughs> but he said, said the, all right, the globe, the globe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the globe is trolling us. And I said, okay, you know, like, hey, look, I got an open mind. I'm, and they're filming me the whole time. You know, yeah. I'm like, I'm willing to talk to you, you know. No I, uh, no releases, nothing, just right in your face. Yeah, just right in my face. Yeah. You know, which I'm, I'm used to that, you know. <laughs> Celebrity, Damien <laughs> Perdue. The paparazzi all in his face yes, all the know, time, yeah. My uh, my alter ego. <laughs> Demonology. Yes, shout out, shout out to Demonology. <laughs> And uh, so, so they're, you know, so I said, hey, you know what? I'll talk to you guys. Look, and I said, just by coincidence, I have a book here about, you know, cosmology and the Big Bang, origins of the universe. The guy says, yeah, the Big Bang, that's a good story. (laughs) And he hands me this little pamphlet. It's like three pages, like this little tiny, you know, like the size of a business card. Yeah. With like three pages, open it up. And it had a couple little weird facts like, what is a selenium eclipse? It can't be explained by a round earth and some other thing. And then mostly it was just like YouTube links, yeah, which I thought was strange that you have a printed piece of paper with YouTube links. Like, let me I'll type this out. And so I, t- so I said, look, I, you know, first I said, here's a couple ways that you can look and prove that the earth is, is round right here where we're at. Because Chicago is a very flat city, and it's very gridded out, yeah. and the streets extend forever. Yeah. So first, I pointed down Milwaukee Avenue towards the skyline, the beautiful Chicago downtown skyline, the loop. Yeah. And I say, you see the clouds descending behind the skyscrapers <laughs> and how they're going down yeah. in a downward formation? That wouldn't exist on a flat earth. You know, two yeah. lines don't intersect on a flat plane, yeah. right? Well, that's just, uh, you know, perception or, pers- or <laughs> perspective. And it's funny because they try to use these scientific terms like, oh, it's atmospheric refraction. It's like, no, that's not what that is. But OK, I said, all right, you don't believe that one. Let's look down North Avenue. Yeah. So you look down North Avenue, which is pointing west. And I look, there's no obstructions. It's a clear yeah. sky. Yeah. If the earth was flat, you'd see the Colorado Rockies, right? They're a mile high. Yeah. Well, no, same thing again. No, but the convection of the earth and, you know, this and that. I'm like, all right, all right. <laughs> so I started talking. I'm like, look, man, the 
you're I said, I'm all willing to be open about it. And I'm sure, yes, NASA doesn't tell us everything. The government obviously doesn't tell us everything. But I have a book here that there's just one book on the Big Bang. OK, and it's, you know, a couple hundred pages two, 300 pages long. And this is just one. And there's thousands, maybe millions of books. Yeah. On, you know, physics and sources and <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly, citations right. yeah. and actual like physical yeah. evidence experiments. And I'm like, you're giving me a three page pamphlet with <laughs> YouTube links. <laughs> and, and you don't know who made them other than the yeah. Flat Earth Society right. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I said, well, we're not trying to like convince you of anything. <laughs> I'm like, OK. You know, don't, don't you want to, though? Yeah. And I, try, I mean, if you're holding on to that nugget, would, yeah. wouldn't you want to tell the whole world if you yeah, knew? Yeah, that's what I said. I said, <laughs> I was like, dude, can you recommend me some flat, some books yeah. that prove it within a scientific method that the earth is flat? I I would read it. Well, well there are, but I just can't think of blah, 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 you know. And I, you know, I kept trying to be rational with these guys and just show them ways in our own reality that prove um, you're you're using. I'm telling you, you're using a digital camera to film me that wouldn't exist without the same science that proves the Earth is round. It's the same physics, the same kind of applications, especially with lenses and light refraction and all that. No, man, no, man. You know, it's just like. I was like, all right, guys. <laughs> you know, I talked to him for about 20 minutes. Yeah. And then I said, you know, all right, you know what? If you And I told him, I said, look, my show, and I, of course I had to plug my yeah, show real quick. Course, you know, yeah, of course, yeah. I think they were radio Saturdays, blah, blah, blah. I said, you guys want to come on the show? Give me a call. They never hit me up. <laughs> that would have been wild. Yeah. But I did find their video online. I, I would have felt like that would have been a hit piece, though. You know, if we had Flat Earth yeah. or something, we were just going to debate them down for a whole hour. I mean, you know, but <laughs> watch, pretty, watch that be the first two-hour episode. <laughs> But I'm pretty open-minded. I try, you know, I didn't do that to them. I was talking to them very reasonably. Flog their dumb ideas down with facts. Yeah, no, I, you know, <laughs> I try to do, you know, the way to prove things to people that would not talk down to them, yeah. right? So I, I feel like I would be a good interviewer for those types of people, but they did not. But they did put me on their on the video. And it was, I was basically the last 20 minutes of like this three hour video that they, they, I guess they were from somewhere like Iowa or Idaho. They came in and like, we're going to go to Chicago and prove to them that the world is flat. And I made it at the very end. The funny thing is after I leave them, the, the guys go, oh, another physicist. And he goes, well, at least they'll talk to us. Those people will talk to us. And the physicists. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they they thought you were like a physicist, like, like I, yeah, I, or maybe just because I was talking about physics, they yeah. just labeled me as such. Because I am nowhere near qualified with, with the belief that a physicist is not someone that obtains that through their profession or their academics, but someone who just based on their in physics, yeah, right? right? Like, um, you know, like someone could be like a nationalist, or uh, you know, yeah, what I, yeah. This oil is physicist. he's a physicist. <laughs> That's kind of a lot of them do, though. They look at science. They 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 frown upon it. it. Say, they they try to say it's a like a religion. Like it's you know they're using science as religion to blind you from you know because that's what I've realized. A lot of the flat earth stuff and a lot of conspiracy stuff in general. We've talked about the show where it it goes it boils down to some kind of religious. Yeah, usually you know, yes. yes, yeah, and a lot of religion can't be proven with science yeah and i mean so, i think there's a so lot that's, of science that's the, the, the enemy yeah exactly and then there's well there's a lot of science that you know 
contradictorily goes against their beliefs of like evolution. You know, if you bring up evolution, it's like, well, nothing in the Bible talks about evolution yeah, or any of the other religions. So, you know, there's varying things like that. So, you know, they see it as a threat, but I don't know. It was just, I just found it was, I just thought the timing of it that was great though, because the next, you know, it was the next day or the next week. I can't remember exactly, but I was having Dan Hooper on to actually talk about, yeah, you know, science. And, and actually, speaking of which, he'll be on next week. Coming All back. Right. He hasn't been on in a while. He's Friend of the come show. back on. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will get into more of the five years of Think Theory Radio. Feel free to give us a call. 773-763-WCPT. That's 773-763-9278. Theory Radio, fifth year anniversary show. They used to call me demonic with my demonology flow. Now I'm kicking them theories, yo. With Polly C, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> Had to spit a little, little freestyle. Polly C's on the ones, the twos, possibly threes. Mm, yes, because <laughs> he's potting up the vocals. Let me tell you, this is straight local. From Chicago, as I get vocal, we take calls too, so... Hit us up at 773-763-WCPT. They know me in the streets of demonology, but right here, call me Damien P. Love it. Hit the post, too, right there. You heard that? Yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> for free. We got that for that free, free, folks. That only comes on the anniversary shows. <laughs> I don't think you've freestyled once in five years with me. I think I've played Maybe once, maybe once. Yeah, maybe a little, you know, a line or two here and there. That's probably the longest I've ever done. That's cool. Thanks. Appreciate that. So before I get into more freestyles... <laughs> Let's, let's take another phone call. Oh, oh, pop that beat up. <laughs> you want to go to Dan? Dan and Lombard, what's going on, Dan? Okay, you know what? Don't take my call. More freestyling, man. All right. <laughs> I have yeah. a rap name. It's D. Danny D. D. Nice. Danny D. D. Danny D. Were you an no. MC or a B boy or a DJ or a graffiti writer? What are you doing? Just, no, I just. Uh, <laughs> I thought I might need a rap name in case. Okay, just in case. You know. It's always good to have one in your back pocket. Because Vanilla Ice, which, you know, makes sense (laughs) for that guy, but I'm D. Danny D. I like it. That's an old school name, too. I like that. uh, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, and it's small D's with a big D and the... Yes. Okay. Okay. The whole thing. (laughs) Typography involved. It's nuts. I like it. Um... I can't rap, but okay. So <laughs> I've been doing the retail thing about four and a half. So I, that's when I, I stumbled upon your show. Okay, so you've been with us almost the whole ride. Yeah, no, I mean, and I might have caught it otherwise. I think the other job I was working, I worked a lot of Saturday evenings, so I, I wouldn't be out by then. Mm-hmm. Uh, bottom line is, you guys have been an absolute, you guys are an absolute gem. I, now, I have my radio, I, I like put nails on either side of the indicator so I can't slide the dial. WCBT is 24-7 for me. And In fact, when the kids get in the car, they're like, do we have to listen? I said, you do, <laughs> if you want the ride. <laughs> you want the ride? Yeah. Then you got to listen to the radio station. Yeah. Maybe you learn something. And, and, and this, what I love about this show is 
I know more about werewolves, alchemy, and the Mayans and Aztecs than I ever thought I would, and I didn't have to do a lot of work for it. You guys provide that as a free service. So I thank you for five years of awesomeness, mind-expanding stuff, and things I would never think about if it wasn't for you two. I appreciate that. No, I appreciate that that's what you got from the show, because that's kind of the mission statement right there. You you taught me stuff, and the the, the things like the, the the one clip they always play is the woman. When you take things that are as small as mm-hmm. the atom and big as the universe, and I was kind of thought that, but she put it in words that made sense. Yeah, and the the singularity is it's all one thing kind of thing, and mm-hmm. probably none of it exists. It's just a dream I'm having. Good luck, guys. <laughs> hey, Thank before you. you go, Dan, uh, something you want to see more of in future shows or a complaint to us or the management? <laughs> well, I gave you, I told you what, like, just keep doing what you're doing because I like that I never know what I'm walking in on. And, you know, I come and I, I kind of make fun of the whole concept by saying, hey, what about this? Or, yeah, you know, no, it was Jesus all the time, right? Like, I make fun of the religion thing. <laughs> the, the the amazing thing is, is you guys bring a sublime spice oh. to the absurdity that is the universe. It's a, this is a crazy thing. Thank like you. I, I I drive back and forth. I I did. There's this one crosswalk. No one's ever in it. And one day, I kind of caught the light funny, and I'm in the crosswalk, and people come from the forest preserve, and they're like. The guy, like, bends over and looks at me like, you know, like, uh, uh, John Cleese, like, what's wrong with you? Uh-huh. I've come this way 600 times and never seen a human being. Mm-hmm. Come on. Give me a break here. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is I did, I've done this six plus hundred times driving back and forth to make some money. And I just read a quote from John Muir where he says, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just a money-making machine. And the last line is, I have to get to the forest to see what's in the news, Mm. which I'm like, oh, oh. So, yeah, you know what? Let's uh, let's hear from um, some I want to hear from more American philosophers like John Muir is really a philosopher. Okay, Um, maybe. And I think you've thrown down some Emerson and Thoreau. Yeah, and, and I know I bring up uh, David Chalmers a lot because he works with like physicists. Yeah, that, or, yeah. yeah that one. I'm, I'm see. I don't know. Am I going to go look him up? But I, I love the show. I, I've said this a lot of times, but really, what you do, first of all, should be longer. You know, all right? Number three. Can, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, there, there's two shows that have taught me. Well, three ish. Uh, Santita the family meeting, and mm-hmm. you guys, because you're not saying the things I already know. Mm. And that, uh, I happen to, uh, uh, I know Eric a little bit. He, he has a, I, I, I take the photographs at his golf outing for uh, the, the foundation he's supporting. Oh, cool. He says, well, why do you, you know, and I do it pro bono. He goes, well, we want to pay you. I said, you've already paid me. You taught me, you showed me a part of the universe and a perspective I didn't have. And that is invaluable. And that's what you guys do. It's oh, different. Thank you. And, and, and his is a little dark because it's not something I want to look at. 
Mm-hmm. Yours is stuff is like, you know, maybe I should go home and Google that. I almost never do because my brain's fried from work. Right. But, <laughs> but, but like I said, it's free. It's like audio learning on the, on the way home. I love the show. And, and, and when I do miss it because we're late getting out and I'm in a hurry, I'm going to something and I just hear a couple minutes of it. I'm kind of bummed. It kind of wrecks my week. Mm. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You are most welcome, Dan. And thank you. We appreciate it. Really. Yeah, you guys have a great one. Have a great 24. You too. Happy New Year, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Happy uh, New Year. Bye. Real quick, the uh, clip he was talking about was uh, Dr. Hand Osdenler, who's a brilliant neuroscientist and amazing artist and photographer. She actually, she was the second, uh, the, the second show, I believe, or the second... How many guests can you name right now that you've had? We've we've mentioned Dan Hooper and the, Dan the Hooper. woman that you're talking about right now. Um, I've had my I know you had a lot of your uh, musician friends. Yes, uh, I can never keep well, them, <laughs> keep track of all of them. <laughs> well, one of the first guests was a buddy of mine, Raheem Salam and Ben Maroney, because they do a podcast called "What About Chicago." Okay, and I had them on talking about the podcast. That's also a really great podcast if you want to hear about local art and music. And they do a lot of it's very ephemeral because they talk about like what's coming up this week. And they've been on you know, doing that podcast for years as well, probably a little bit longer than I've been doing this show. And I've had uh, Julio Davis from mm-hmm. J. Davis Trio. That was a big one for me. Yeah, when you, you like, were already was, a fan like, of them. Like, yeah, you, you, like, I think you, know you brought it up one time, and I was like, wait a minute, you know them? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, Julio? I was yeah. like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, whatever, hap- yeah, like, whatever happened to that group? Like, it had been 15 years since I'd heard of them or seen them, mm-hmm. so I was kind of excited that you brought him in because i kind of asked him directly off the air hey so what's next (laughs) which there was something on the way it was there was more music yeah yeah he he did brought some new stuff on i believe didn't he bring his like kalimba or something or am i confusing it with esteban 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 yeah Yeah. so that esteban on dj esteban legru uh with that uh paranormal investigator norman basil he's been on a couple times actually did a remote i think you worked here yes yeah, yeah right yeah we were at the, were the at, haunted castle on the yep, south side yep that was pretty cool for a halloween show pseudo slang we've had fundamental underground we've had uh rebel diaz who's mm-hmm. a, not only they are a rap group but they're also like very big activists activists yeah. yeah i mean they're out there things happen and they fly you know out to chile or wherever they gotta go they went they were one of the first people on the ground in ferguson when that happened yeah I mean, they're you know, they're doing it. They're out. They're not just talking about it. Um, oh, man, we've had uh, various. I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, the else. hypnotherapist recently. Have, yep. Um, yeah. When was the last? <laughs> the last guest before I that? Graffiti artist, tricksters, old school graffiti artist. I had him on. Uh, the last guest. Last guest before was, Allie. That yeah. was Allie. Uh, Allie May, the neuroscientist. I mean, the um, hypnotist. Hypnotherapist, sorry. I'm getting my guests confused. Yeah. And before that, yeah, it was a while that we didn't have a guest on. I know I'm looking back. Hmm. Oh, uh, we had my buddy on Damon Keller. For, we did the, the Voynich manuscript. Yeah. Him and another researcher had decoded it. 
That's um, pretty cool. You also had what the uh, the Satanist who is uh, oh yeah, yeah Shane Bugby yeah the Satanist he's an artist Chef, Chef Damien Chef Damien uh, radical ecologist uh, Susanna. oh yeah Susanna Dunn yeah can't forget her. I'm, I'm just trying to think of the commercials I've heard too. You remember it more than me. <laughs> I'm putting you on the I'd spot. You know, I'd it's not like you created a list here. So should I get the Oscar musical that help you like Nate? Like you know, <laughs> and I'd like you. to thank. <laughs> you know, you won't stop if I play the Oscar music. Yeah, we had uh, Megan Piorco, who is a alchemy historian, who helped decode uh, not John D, but the son of John D, the famous alchemists. They found she found one of his manuscripts on the Philosopher's Stone. I vaguely remember you had a woman that was talking about the history of graffiti or something like that. Does that sound familiar? Uh, like I think she was like a teacher or something, like a professor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Does that sound right? Yes. Um, her name ex- escapes me right now, but yeah, I will. When we come back from the break, I will. Yes, because she had a book out. Uh, it's, I mean, this was like probably four years yes, ago. Yeah. Yes. And she's she wrote another book, actually. She's uh, moving up there in the academic realm. But uh, we got to take a quick break. We will get back to your phone calls. Hit us up. 773-763-WCBT. That's 773-763-9278. Think Theory Radio, 50 year anniversary show. to think theory where we talk about quantum physics and conspiracies and everything under the sun i'm right here with paulie c my number one we go on and on for days it's been five years that's an amazing craze and i'm in amazement i hope you listen every week for this placement in time 6 to 7 p.m. right here on the radio dial of WCPTA 20. A.M. A.M. <laughs> in 2024. We're going to bring you much, much more. <laughs> All right. That's All enough. Right, that's, that's enough. That. <laughs> hey, anything for free. goes. You got that for free That's today. for free. <laughs> no charge. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's uh, get back to the phone lines. We got Dave in Hoffman Estates. What's going on, Dave? Hey, Damien. Hey, Paul. First, let me congratulate you guys on five years. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Something to be very, very proud of in the progressive radio and everything, too. So. Yeah, definitely. And, and, yeah, I hope you enjoyed those couple articles I sent you that, dude. Yeah, I mean, so I... Paul, I said, I didn't get a chance to read them yet, but I will dig in. I definitely will bring up the uh, use of psychedelic mushrooms in helping veterans with PTSD. And yeah, that's yeah, definitely that's right up my alley. It sounds like a Think Theory <laughs> episode. Yeah, that's why that's that's why I kind of thought you know I didn't know if you'd have to use it tonight. Even it's just you know coming up in in another week show or whatever. And uh, then there was another one. Uh, some kind of shrub or bush for um, uh, some of these uh, uh, veterans also. Yeah. And I sent that to So you got two two articles that can, you know, tie them in too. So um, I got a good heavy mystery for you. Somebody told me one time and didn't think about it till he said it was uh, 
in some of these paintings and whatever depicting Adam and Eve, it shows them with a belly button. Says, well, how could they have a belly button if they were created by God? <laughs> dun dun dun. Just food for thought. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you, Dave. But before you go, um, any uh, uh, complaints to management or us or any uh, suggestions aside from what you've already suggested uh, for future episodes? No, well, nothing that I can think of off the top of my head right now. I mean, it's worked for five. Why shouldn't it work for another? All right. All right, thank you, Dave. I I know, I know. If uh, Dave's going to say something, he he knows the address to the station. He always sends us some uh, some nice cards and whatnot. So, which we did receive that card. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, I was you know appreciate what you guys do, you know, and that you give me my two cents worth on the air and stuff like that. So, let me uh, perhaps so somebody else can talk. But uh, anyway, all right, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Thank you. Happy New Year. You too. Happy New Year. May we all be well and healthy and uh, profitable and safe. Sounds good. Right. Yeah, and actually, his uh, article reminded me of another guest that we had on the show was Ryan Donnelly, who worked in psychedelic medicine at the time he was in school. So I have to reach back out to him because I talked about having him back on once he got certified and actually went into the field. And that was last year or the year before. I think it was actually it was twenty two. We had him on. Oh, and the woman you're talking about was Caitlin Bruce. Okay. Okay. Who uh, wrote a book called Public Spaces, and it was about, you know, graffiti and and art in public areas and how it's really interesting because it has a lot to do with, like, sociology and economics. I I remember it was really interesting. Like, she was, like, a professor at some university, Mm -hmm. if I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's she wrote another, but I can't remember her latest one, but similar vein. Uh, I think she did it about more international scope. Okay. Kind of you know, same concept. 250 episodes over five years. I just do not remember everybody, but I remember certain topics and like, you know, and, mm-hmm. and of course the things we've come up with along the way, um, you know, I always say for those of you playing at home, I feel like we really should make think theory promotional bingo cards or yeah. that we always talked about the think theory decoder ring. I know. I still, I still <laughs> Got to figure that one out. I did um, look into those though. You can get them. But piggybacking on Dave suggesting some articles to yeah. you, one element that I've always liked about this show over the five years is when people call in with an article or book suggestion yes. for mm-hmm. you. Or even, I, I love the rare pop culture tie-in sometimes, yeah. too, where it's someone, like, oh, what was the one, the movie from the 80s that you guys were talking about um, had, like, the wild title. It was oh, like uh, the, Buckaroo Banzai. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> and, I, and I saw it recently on Tubi, and I was like, I yeah. gotta remember to yeah. watch that. I gotta put that in my my uh, my queue. So, oh yeah, yeah. I, I like that when people call in with just random suggestions, as long as it's adjacent to the topic or, or mm-hmm. involved with the topic that we're we're speaking oh, about. Oh yeah, I've definitely got some great suggestions. I know one of the first shows, and I believe it was before I technically called a think theory, but I was delving into these topics uh, a couple months before the official first show, and we had a caller. His name escapes me right now, but. He brought up a book called The Morning of the Magicians. It wasn't the, the spiritual. No, no, okay. no. Yeah. He's, he's given <laughs> okay. us tons yeah. of. Paul, the spiritual futurist. Yeah. And he he actually grew up in Mexico City. This guy that called and he said, man, your show really reminds me of this book I read when I was a kid back in the 60s. But he only knew the Spanish title. 
right? Okay, yeah. So yeah. I was trying to find it. I couldn't find it. I told my brother, who's you know great on the internet searches, and he found the original name, which was the Morning of the Magicians, which was it's it's really if you so I couldn't find it anywhere. And then, like, very soon after he told me the real title for it, I was at uh, Myopic, which is the used bookstore in Wicker Park. If okay, you've never yeah. been, yeah, you got to go. Yeah, Books, yeah. Actually, that's one of the best bookstores. I hope they never close. Cause... I have been there, or if not, I definitely have a bookmark from there or had one. I, I'm definitely aware of it. I don't know why, though. Yeah, that place, It's you go in, and it feels like you're in some almost like a Harry Potter library. Some wizard's going to pop out of the basement. Where is it located? It's on Milwaukee, just south of North and Damon. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's three floors, and then it, there's a basement, and there's these weird kind of mid-floors that you go up in, and it's just, just books everywhere. Books, 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 books. And it's mostly all used. They do have some new books, but super cheap. I've found so many books, but they have a great occult esoteric section, and I just I was looking through... And I saw the book. I was like, that's the book. <laughs> and I grabbed it, and I've, I've, I haven't read it fully through, because even in the very beginning... It's, and it's, it's in English? The, yeah, okay. it's a translation. The, the writers were French. Oh, wow. And this is... Okay. Yeah, so but it was in Spanish, or it was originally so French? So the guy who, who recommended it to me read it in Spanish. Okay. That's why he knew but, the Spanish title. The original... But the original was in French, it, okay. and then I have the English version. I'm wondering so if some anything, of the translations, if, yeah. it's a little clunky, yeah. I feel like, but... Even in the very beginning, it says they call it it's a book of fantastic realism. <laughs> and it's one of the first kind of conspiracy, the, like mixing of the conspiracy with spirituality and science. You know, it talks about do the ancient alchemists work with atomic energy and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a great read. And but it's it's very heady. Okay. Uh, and there are some things in there that are way out there. But they also but I the people in the book are real. So, I, you know, I've been able to look up, you know, some of the names and dates and places that it talks about. And I have found them. Uh, so it's it's pointed me in the direction of a lot of things. It's it's a really interesting book. But it, even in the very beginning, it says this book is meant to be read however you want to read it. What does you, that mean? You can read, you know, f- front to back or back to front or pick up here and there. So that's kind of <laughs> what I've been doing. I've just been reading it here and there. Like I'll pick a chapter and read it or I'll start from the back or start from the front just to kind of mess around and read, you know. It's, you know, it's fun stuff. So check it out. Morning of the Magicians. It's a, There's a lot of things in there that you can see the, the kind of the, uh, what are like the opus of the beginning of all the things on YouTube, like every like conspiratorial video you see on YouTube, like I feel like has its roots in this book. Yeah. You know, it was uh, before uh, it's kind of like uh, behold the pale horse. I don't know that one. It's uh, William Cooper. That okay. was, but yeah, so that was written in, I want to say like 89. Okay. Somewhere around there. 87, 89. What was the other one? The, the magician like or whatever. 58. That, sounds, I was say, that sounded like it was an older one. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. But Behold the Pale Horse was uh, Bill Cooper, who ended up having, he had like a radio show. And okay. he was one of the original modern conspiracy theorists. Like the one of the ones that kind of like went crazy. Okay. And he ended up getting killed by the sheriffs in his town. Because he was going crazy. I was. Well, I, I mean, depends him. who you talk to. Paul. <laughs> they were out to get him. You know. Well, I mean, you know, okay, like aside from. Because he was talking. It was rural interesting. Rural cop town bullying or something. Or? Yeah. Well, he, 
So the unofficial story, the conspiracy conspiracy story is that which he was, he was talking about essentially what became 9-11 six months or so prior. Okay. All he right. was talking about bin Laden doing something and the government was or they were going to pin something big on bin Laden. Yada, yada, yada. Okay. Right? Okay. And then after 9-11 in, I want to say, November of that year, he essentially there was I, I don't remember the full story, but basically he had his home where he did a lot of his broadcast from and everything had a long driveway. It was in small town and but kids would like smoke weed in his because he had this long empty street so kids would pull up and i think there was like some teenagers in a van okay smoking weed and like did they know where they were or like was he did he know that that part i don't know i mean it was it it was something like no no this guy would never call the cops on us well he didn't call the cops when it happened i think he you know he was paranoid he was always thinking the government was after him yeah so i think he came out and like either shot at them or pulled his gun out and okay. then the sheriffs came, and they, they, like there was also like a warrant for him because they knew he had guns, and and then he basically came out with his gun and was like, "You are not taking this," and yeah. got into a little standoff with them and ended up getting shot and killed. But he did know <laughs> or said something about yes. Bin Laden's supposed mm-hmm. involvement with nine yep. eleven about okay. six six months to nine months prior to it <sighs> happening. Okay. Which, I mean, maybe he knew something. Maybe it's it's something you could kind of, if you pay attention to politics and what was happening up until 9-11, it wouldn't be that hard to predict that. Yeah. I well, mean, I, Bin Laden was involved in the 93 I'm not about to do some, some last-minute research here with the last few minutes of the show, but I vaguely remember, wasn't there like a Nostradamus prediction about yeah, but some those sort are, of thing? That, I know they're so vague, but, but I remember before 9-11... ninth quadrant of, I remember as far back as 99 saying yeah. something like, something's going to happen in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think we do got to remember that New York is a prime target. 93 happened with the World Trade exactly. Center. You know, th- and the terrorist activity has happened. So yes. it wasn't like, you know, like, oh, my gosh, you were on to something. Yeah. <laughs> like it, yes. And there I was, think something was going to happen based on where everything was heading, exactly. what direction. Right. And then when you look back at airport security and how easy it was to mm-hmm. get all that stuff through, it's like, gosh, it's kind yeah. of good. You'd think after all those hijackings. Oh, yeah. Well, you know <laughs> how many how many terrorist hijackings had there been in like the 60s 70s oh, yeah. and 80s the 70s was big yeah you know so like everything leading up to that was kind of you know yeah There's anyone a, could have predicted that but how much how, how many layers of the prediction could you get oh yeah there was a a you know i, I don't I, terrorist or revolutionary depending on who you talk to nicknamed the jackal back in the 70s and there is a tv show I think it was like a three episode almost. And then I think they consolidated it into one kind of TV movie. I know it was on Netflix at some time. I don't know where it's at now, but you can look up the Jackal. There's also a documentary about him. And this guy was hardcore. I believe he was from South America, but he worked with like the PLO. He worked with all these other uh, organizations and they were like taken out like he taken out politicians, like going into homes, assassinating. He, he shot a like a bazooka, like a miss, a, a missile at a plane in in an airport back then. <laughs> I mean, think of that happening now would be outlandish, right? He kidnapped OPEC, like yeah. you know the, yeah, the oil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lead, like he went into their 
conference room and like held and, uh, all the held them hostage. Administrators, uh, yeah, yeah executives, and then got uh, them. They flew to I think Jordan or somewhere, and you know, just I think he ended up getting caught. He's I in jail. Really now. remember hearing about this. He's still yeah. in jail unless yeah. he's died unless yeah. he died recently. Yeah. But he's still in jail in France. Okay. Yeah, but the, yeah, his you know. So anyway, I don't know. Yeah, that sorry. just popped in my head because we were talking about the tangent leading of, up. Yeah. Uh, Hijackings and nine eleven, and how, yeah. we got from yeah. from Bill Cooper to the Jackal. Yeah, that's the show, though. Exactly. Sometimes, and especially in a free for all like this show that's today, true. this episode where almost everything went. None of this was planned. No, nope. you, mm-hmm. you you went as far as researching what dates we started in our respective time with this show. Yeah, and your first day. Yeah, my first day, and your kind of genesis of how this became to be. You know, yeah. like the, which the I never thought. Later. I mean, yeah. honestly, when I got into radio. In 20, what was it, 2009? Okay, when you started with yeah, CPT? Yeah, when I started here. I believe it was 09, okay. May of 09. That very early in the WCPT history. Kind of. They were around. I mean, I, I first started at the old station on Pulaski, 60th and Pulaski out there on the southwest side. Now we're on the northwest side in lovely Jefferson Park. But, yeah, I started there. But when I went to radio school... I was doing hip hop, you know, I was doing music. I was heavy in that. And my plan was to do, get into music radio. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought. You know, yeah. This many years on, I thought I would have been doing a radio show. You know, that's kind of where I was headed. But I got this job here and I, wow, you know, I like the message of the station. My dad was an avid listener and I'd lean towards these kind of policies. Like, this is a good place to learn things. Next thing you know, I, I get a show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What am, well, I can't do really do a music show yeah. on this station. I've I've wondered about that actually. Yeah. I lately. mean, I guess it could, but at the time I wasn't thinking that. Yeah. And like I said, I started with Antonio Michael, so we were doing a show together. It was more talking about social justice, different you know, different things that we all like, different subjects, trying to merge them together, and was still trying to figure things out. But once I had opportunities to do my own show. I just figured, let's see, let's throw things out there. Let's see what happens. Let's talk about the things that I like to talk about. Because even when I did music, this is the kind of stuff that I would rap about. Mm-hmm. If you listen, go on YouTube. You can look up DMNology or Bandcamp or SoundCloud if you want to hear my music. And you'll hear, I rapped about like Atlantis and quantum physics and conspiracy stuff. So I literally turned so these that into the show. Most of these things, if not all of these subjects that you've talked about are things that you already had an interest in. Yes. Yeah. So it was great. I, this is like the show is totally unplanned, but it gave me an outlet to talk about things that I love talking about. And I think we've developed an audience that loves to hear about it. You know, like Dan was saying, this is he learns from the show, which is amazing. I'd hate the to use one the that analogy I can teach that anybody is, anything. <laughs> like this is like the 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 dorks table in the lunchroom, but I kind think of, yeah. I think we're like the cool dorks yes. though. We're not like the weird bizarre Star Trek nerds. We're like, we're the like kids the, in band, but they were had a garage like rock band on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, like and, and like, but know? we're cool with all the tables though. It's like the goths, exactly, uh, all yep. those. You know, even some of the jocks. Like you like the jocks. There's a couple cool dudes right. over there. You know, yeah, totally. That's us. We they sell come, weed they to come them. to our shows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they come to our shows. We sell weed to yeah. them. Exactly. Rip them off, right. though. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's exactly what this show is. <laughs> and on that note. And on that note, 
want to thank everybody for listening for all these years. Thanks for calling in. Thanks to all our guests. Thanks to everybody that's worked on the state on the show. And thanks to the station for letting us be on the air. WCPTA 20 Think Theory Radio. We'll be back again next week and every Saturday, 6 to 7 p.m. Think Theory Radio.